Hi, this is the Fearless Fools. We just want to let you know that we'll be having our uh, VTC Cabaret series. We'll have several shows at the Uptown Event Center in Clarksburg. Tickets are $10 at the door, or you can email vintagetheaterco at gmail.com to learn about the Fools Cabaret card, which will uh, let you see all six shows for only $50. Hope to see you there. What's up, everybody? I'm Daniel. I'm Chris Rabb. I'm Cecily. And today we're wasting our talent with... The Fearless Fools. And I'm Craig Snyder. I'm Adam McHenry. And I'm Steve McElroy. Woo! What's up, guys? <laughs> How you doing? How we doing today? Doing Not too right. bad. Yeah. So let's yeah. just get just to get the ball rolling. Just tell um, us about what you guys do and go from there. Uh, we are uh, one of two professional improv teams in the state. We've been performing and teaching improv all around the state of West Virginia for five years, over five years. This will be six, six coming years, up. Yeah. Um, we do long and short form comedy as well as sketch comedy, and we also host the uh, West Virginia Comedy Festival. And the West Virginia Comedy Festival is that based out of Clarksburg? Is that where you guys are the home base for? Home base for the Fools is Clarksburg, but the uh, Comedy Festival is something that moves around. It was at the Bridgeport Conference Center. No, not the originally not the Conference Center. It was the Country Club. Country Club. Yeah. Uh, the first year, and then two years at Stonewall, and then now we're going to Buchanan this year. Buchanan. Okay. Yeah. And that's is it just once a year that you do that, or is that yeah once times a year? A year? Yeah. yeah, every year. This will be I think year five or year four. Year four. I think it's year five. I've only been around for a year, but I think it's That's true. year yeah. five. We don't you, do, you do look very young. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm so thin. <laughs> so, tone. so tone. So tone, I work out. You've got the perfect face for podcasting. People can't yeah. see that's what, people, that's what people tell me anyway. <laughs> yeah, but so. Adam's actually 12 years old. <laughs> so, that's crazy because I've known you for a lot longer than that. But we'll, yeah. we won't get into that side of things. We just did a little bit ago. We won't, we won't continue. It, if it that. happens. If it happens, it happens. There's no wrong answer. We'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> there are no mistakes in improv. So as far as the Fearless Fools, I know that there's a lot more of you. Like how many people right now are actually... Seven. seven. Yeah, we got seven? seven right now. Seven members. I feel like it used to be bigger. We used to have ten. We, we started with ten. Fired a lot of people. Did you fire? <laughs> <laughs> we we've murdered them. No, we uh, <laughs> we've lost people. Some people left. Some people we let go. But we we stick with a smaller team now because it's just easier for logistics. And I mean, uh, it, it gives us uh, you know a, a wider variety of, of people that can play too like just you know having a little bit bigger number because I, I don't know normal improv troops are a little smaller you know six yeah you know but this gives us like if if one of us can't do a show there's probably somebody else who can step in and take that position okay that's know? awesome yeah. everyone's real familiar with everybody the chemistry is there yeah since you've willed yeah, it down yeah. mm-hmm. i'm sure that that's really important in the improv being able to cook everything up on the fly absolutely yeah yeah. That's awesome. Playing off each other, big part of that dine. Because I personally don't know really anything about improv. I okay. love stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. But in terms of improv, it's like who's line, SNL, other than that. Right. Uh, in terms of the, the formula. So what could you tell people about the, the performance aspect of improv that may not be familiar? Go ahead, Steve. Well, what's interesting between like stand-up comedy and um, – uh, an improv comedy is like stand up. You you sit down, you write it out, you have it there. Improv's all based off of whatever the audience gives you. It's all reactionary. Yeah, nothing. We don't rehearse anything. We don't pre-plan anything. Uh, it's all made up on on the spot. Whatever you see that we do on stage is first time and only time you ever see it. Yeah. And so, oh, I was going to ask. So the audience participates mm-hmm. in a way. 
Yeah, and yeah. some games they actually get on stage with us, but generally oh. it's just their suggestions. Like, where are these people? Who are they to each other? And gives us a starting point to then create something from there. And then we ask for other things, too. Like, we'll use, like, an audience member's cell phone for a game. Or right. we'll ask for, like, a sentence from them or, or their favorite movie and things like that. We kind of incorporate that into our games as well. So it took basically the hardest thing of all time, which is stand-up comedy, and made it way more harder. <laughs> exactly. Made yeah. it a fucking gauntlet. Yeah. So you went from <laughs> fighting a heavyweight bout to participating in a gauntlet on the reg. That's well, pretty fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's I, I, you know, It's really nice, though, because you're up there with with other people, too. And stand-up, right. you're alone, generally. Right, right. You, know? you kind of bear the burden yeah. together. Yeah. But if we're playing a game, then I got... I mean, right now I've got one guy on either side of me to kind of play off of, and and so so that's you know, and that's the dream, and that's <laughs> that's how he likes it. That's exactly one one in the front, one in the back. You know, it works. Little Eiffel Tower yeah. on the Lord's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Improv relies uh, a lot on agreement, and I, I don't agree with what he just said, um, but. You, you, one of the one of the rules of improv is to make your scene partner look good. Whereas you know, like sketch comedy, you're just playing a role. Like Steve said, with mm-hmm. uh, stand up, you're just you're writing your own material. So when you're on stage doing improv, all I'm worried about is making what he said work. You know, I'm not worried about what I'm going to say or how I'm going to make myself look good. I worry about those guys. So it's it's a lot different. It's all about collaboration. Wow. Is there a starter like someone who is like the prime? improv comedian or you guys just start going Craig I think I guess what do you what do you mean how do you share the stage what is like the dynamic of the sharing of the stage to make sure that maybe it's not a one person thing it, there's a we have to break down the difference between short form and long form too. So okay. short form is a lot different than long form. In long form, it's whoever gets the first idea, um, and usually it's Steve. Steve's a lot quicker than the rest of us. And when he gets an idea, he'll or step Lauren. out and we support him. Or Lauren, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but with with um, two person, it's a lot faster. So the the lines come quicker. There's already game built in. So. It's usually 50-50 of who starts. There's not really a set number. And let's talk a little bit about the difference between short form and long form improv. Uh, short form is like what you see on whose line is it anyway. This is the, like the game type improv things. Whereas long form is something we don't really see that much, uh, but it's basically you just get a suggestion and you just start going from there. Yeah, and, the, and long form isn't as widely accepted because it's a little bit more uh, esoteric, I guess. Uh, there's ASCAT, there's Upright Citizens Brigade do a lot of it. That is ASCAT. Um, IO, Improv Olympic, does a lot of long form. Long form's the standard, whereas the short form is more like the um, just entertainment factor. But long form is a little bit more accepted in the art community, I suppose. Yeah, Theater yeah community. New York, you can watch some good long yeah, form exactly. comedy. So there's two factions. Usually the long-form people don't really care too much for the games and vice versa, but, yeah, I like them both. <laughs> yeah. I've always thoroughly enjoyed seeing you guys. It's been since the cafe since I've seen you guys. Yeah, but, it's been a while. Um, we didn't do long-form there, did we? Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We did Fart Ghost Baby there. Fart Ghost Baby. <laughs> Unfortunately. I think I, I one, of, one of our most notorious long form scenes was done at the cafe. <laughs> it wasn't our best, but it's the most memorable. The one we say, <laughs> never do this again. <laughs> so, yeah. since nothing's actually like written, it's all improv, like, do you all get together? Just to work, so you you can know how to work off of each other. Obviously, it's it's got to be a big part of it. Like, you like not not so much practicing what you're going to do on stage, but practice reading each other. And like, how does that like go, or how often do you? Well, we actually spent you know an hour and a half together before we came over, just to 
be together, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, it takes a lot of that. You know, Craig and I, we go to the movies sometimes <laughs> late at night. <laughs> who buys? Who, who buys? <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you split it? Well, you clearly, we I'm, go Dutch. I'm very rich. And then I, and I snuggle. <laughs> still make <laughs> Yeah, I, no, it, like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a lot about relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just, you know, getting to know these guys and, and, and um, have uh, positive uh, interactions is necessary, you know, or not even positive interactions, just interaction, you know, to, uh, to, to get to know their style. You know, some people you hit it off with very quickly. I see, I joined, I've been in the troupe for about a year, and, like, I'd known... I'd known Craig for a long time, but we didn't actually realize that we knew each other until I um, came to audition. And, and we came to the workshop. Yeah, I came to a workshop, and and then yeah, he was like, "Maybe you should audition," and I did. And then I I got, I got the the, the uh, spot in the troupe. But there's some people you, you hit it off with, you know, very fast. And and with most of the troupe, for me, that was a that was a, that was the circumstance, you know. That's awesome. So, but but yeah, for me, it's just spending time together. Spending time and, together, yeah. yeah, yeah. We we do run. You think of it like a sports team. We do a lot of drills and kinds of things to uh, open up your creativity, think faster, shut down that inner critic, so you're not worrying about oh, what can I say to make this funny? You just react. Um, so we do practice. We don't rehearse. Um, so there are a lot of things that we do. Yeah, but a biggest the biggest part of that I think is that dynamic, like he said, to make sure we groove together. Everybody clicks. Yeah, that's true. Like you said, for any sports team or band, you know, you got to have that chemistry. Right. You got to. Everyone has to mesh on some level before you ever start to create something. We run a lot of suicides. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just fifteen minutes before every practice, just around the theater. Experience the theater together. Yeah. Doing burpees, yeah. Oh God, squats, and then the funny motivational part is, is talks. We, we actually try to commit suicide after. <laughs> <laughs> what is your preferred method of suicide? <sighs> you know, I, something fast and, and, and painless. See, right, I want like a really. what is that Rule Goldberg machine? You know, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kid type suicide. You know, like a, a chicken lays an egg and something happens, and then a balloon <laughs> pops. <laughs> Make a real show of it. <laughs> I want that uh, the roller coaster they designed to kill you that's in, in uh, ever increasingly smaller and concentric circles. It increases the G so much it just you die. Wait, this exists or you theoretically? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was say. He, he I've been missing out. Where's that theme park? <laughs> Japan. <laughs> Let's go. I'm booking my flight right now. <laughs> we were doing so well at today, Daniel. No, doing I, that, so well. Uh, I'm you still were so, doing You great. were so peppy. I'm and, still peppy. And now you're. You started talking about suicide and it made me happy. Got him excited. <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited. Went down the hole this is the peppiest I've ever seen, Daniel. I know. Probably. He's, he's very peppy. I'm very peppy. Great. Now I'm just thinking about that. Continue, Chris. <laughs> should you just talk about thinking it about what, Daniel? Yeah. yeah, I think maybe the people. Maybe we should spend well, like curious. at least like two or three minutes on this. The Daniel, tell us. We're really know, good listeners. Yeah. You're a mysterious guy, Daniel Bonner, and the and the people want to know <laughs> what does the brainchild of this whole operation do on a Saturday nights? I played Resident Evil. <laughs> First of all, that is not true because I just recently started dealing with the tyrant, and peppy is not how you feel after oh, playing no. that fucking no, game. No, it is not peppy. You I'm don't an, feel good. I'm an angry video game player. I throw the controller. I, hate, mm-hmm. I uh, yeah, I, I rage quit today. Yeah. That's what about thirty actually, minutes before I came here. That, that's what I did Friday. Actually, <laughs> I literally rage quit because the tyrant. Now that ugh, it's not fun me. to play anymore. No, I hate to be that little bitch. He's like, oh, it's not, it wasn't really fun to play from the get go. You're desperate in that game. Mm-hmm. 
It's fucking with me. Tyrant was in my dreams last night. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't do like the online games where you fight other people. Like, was it Fortnite? I can't do those. I get too frustrated. Right, right. And you don't live them. Right. And <laughs> like, I, it'd be I, nice I, if I just <laughs> didn't do anything else, and I could just train on Fortnite and right, talk different. the smack. But, uh, <laughs> I would do League do. of Legends, but then I would get really sad because eight-year-olds would be really mean to me, <laughs> and so I stopped. <laughs> That happened to me in Madden. I was like, I play Madden all the time. I whoop my friends' asses. I'm going to go in there and get me some. Dude, like some nine-year-old kid whoop my ass, and I rage quit in the third quarter. And I was like, fuck you, and fuck your mom. I bet you hear soon that your parents are going to get divorced, and everything that is familiar to you is going to crumble. I hope your dog dies, and you develop a learning disability. I felt like there was And then I left. There and then a, I got a notification from Xbox, and I <laughs> <been reported. laughs> I told a kid once he invited me to his party after I killed him. It was it was in Fortnite, and we just landed. And I just killed him with a pickaxe, and he was like, "Why'd you do that?" And this kid had to have been like eight. Yeah. I was like, "Cause I'm gonna fuck your dad." And just left the party. <laughs> nobody nobody expects that. With they're always the like, <laughs> they're always like. Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to bang your mom, blah, blah, blah. It's like nobody expects you to tell them that you're going <laughs> right. to like, fuck their dad. Yeah, right. But it's the ultimate power move. That's, that's it true. Is, yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. I am your new dad. the yeah. male, <laughs> prominent male figure <laughs> in your family. <laughs> Shatter your patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good so, move. I'm going to keep that in mind. It's a good move. <laughs> anyway, off of fucking your dad. This has been gaming tips. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how Sponsored by the Gurus <laughs> Gaming Podcast. <laughs> Gosh. Well, how do you guys take criticism <laughs> while we're talking? Oh, I don't. I don't. We refuse. It's just either you vibe or fuck you. No notes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm my own worst critic. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's hard yeah. on himself. I had a horrible. Shut up. I mean, we're pretty hard, hard on him. Shut but... your mouth. No, no, no. No, we. Um, no, no. I, if I have a bad show, it it. It, it definitely definitely messes with me, and yeah. I'm like, uh, I, I don't know what happened, you know. And right. you get in my own head, and uh, but that's but that's what improv does for me is is it helps me get out of my head, you know. Right. So right. it's, it's um, but I, I wouldn't say we get a ton of criticism. Generally, the feedback from shows is really positive, right? You know, my goal um, is to always have a terrible show, so that way I never have to feel bad about having a bad <laughs> show. So you're giving me this advice now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mediocre expectations yeah, yes. always. Always keep it as low that's as possible. What, that, that's why Jed does what he does. That's why Jed does what he does. <laughs> the genius. Wow. Some genius to that. We don't do a lot of uh, critique inside the group either because, mm -hmm. you know, it's hard to critique someone when it's all made up. You know, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Mm -hmm. In the moment, you you have no idea what you're going to do. Yeah. And comedy's so. subjective too. So, like, True. you yeah. can't really tell what is funny because what's funny to you is not funny to somebody yeah, else. Yeah. That, yeah. That like, Steve yeah. thinks gonna... Adam is hilarious and I don't. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care <laughs> even a little bit about that. Well, that's no, your own flavor. But there's no, <laughs> there's no, and that's just what it is. Like when we're up there, there's no, there's no right and wrong. Right. Now there, there's lots of things that you can do to make things go wrong, mm -hmm. but in a scene, you just make it work. And there have been times where we've thought a joke was really funny and it's crickets out there in the audience. Definitely. So. Yeah. yeah. No, have you ever been in a situation where you've done something like that and it's just silent, but you're all cracking up on stage? Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> That's how yeah. I would be. Usually when the shows are going bad, uh, we just kind of lean into it and just try to make each other laugh. Yeah. Right. So. Just make the best of a bad situation. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. What is your worst 
uh, improv moment? Like, what is the worst interaction you've ever oh, had with a crowd? So uh, many. Well, I think it's important last to week. eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> so I want to hear about the most dicks yeah. you ever had to eat. Craig and I are founding members, so we've got like six years of They've stories. Got, yeah. yeah, let them talk about their worst stories. Right. You know my memory, Steve. Remind me of some of the worst okay, ones Okay, so my all-time favorite worst moment is when we did the ham fest at Heston Farms. Oh, see, I missed that one. A, oh. I don't remember what ham stood for, but not meat. Um, <laughs> Hose and money. Arts, <laughs> arts and music, Heston's Arts and Music yeah, that's Festival. What that's yeah. what it was, ham fest. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they, they, yeah, great name. Yeah. Great, you knew it from the beginning. Um, oh, man. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, so they put us on a stage, uh, where somebody's musical instruments were still on stage with us. So, like, I'm behind the drums, um, and there's nobody in the audience. It's 90 degrees outside, Aww. and there's just, like, one little girl with an umbrella <laughs> for shade not laughing at us. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. That was just, like... We've discovered any shows outside do not work well. Improv, you have to be able to hear people laughing and get that feedback. So. Another one was Bartini. Bartini was where bad. they had yeah. a uh, they had the genius idea of putting us behind the bar where people On were serving drinks stage. and our stage is behind there so nobody could hear us. They were just yelling wow. for drinks. No microphones. <laughs> wow. Uh, first Friday in yeah. Fairmont because we were in an alley. That yeah. was kind of difficult. Parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, outside. Yeah. Not good for no, comedy. No. Let's see. I think our smallest audience was what was that one in? Um, I don't remember the town. We had two people. Oh, and where they had like <laughs> yeah. left ice cream out. Um, I wasn't at that one either. Yeah, spoiled. this venue, <laughs> this so venue smelled so bad, like hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was. We, they, they, the worst thing about it is, we had. I think that the smell and everything aside, mm -hmm. the night before that, we had an, a great show. At this coffee shop called Hot Cup. Uh, isn't in, that in how Florida. it happens when yeah. you just crushed and you're riding that wave? And, the, and then was, the hard reality of on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Smacks well, you in the mouth. And, and it was a big, at the, the next, the, that weekend there was, it was Will Con happening down there. It was a big, you know, con type of event. And, and we were there all day kind of promoting. So, hey, we're doing the show tonight. Every, we got lots of people interested. And it was like, how many people were there? It was eight. Eight. Yeah. So, but but so it was just like, they, that was that was it. We had a great show the night before, and and then we go to this hot garbage smelling venue. Um, what was the bathroom like in that place? I don't think I they think had they one. Bad. I think the bathroom was wherever. <laughs> like a corner, just yeah, yeah, a corner. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> hence the smell. Yeah. Urinate with oh, the ice cream buckets. But they were they were they were super super nice people. The, the owners down yeah. there too. So right. we just mm -hmm. like they, they you could tell, and I'm sure you've experienced it. You, you oh, could, yeah. They just felt really bad yeah. that like there was Aww. eight people there. Because you know, it's on so. them. Essentially, yeah, it's on them. It's like, what have you done to promote? Well, I did make a post on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, yeah, we kind of. Oh god, you started on shitty promoters. Oh, like, oh yeah, that, we'll save that for a whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> but I, was, I would say, by and large, that the the bad shows are probably less than twenty percent. Oh yeah, even. yeah, we've definitely so. had better, more good shows than. That I can only was. imagine, like, as a comedy troupe, like, going in, like, because you feed off the audience's feedback. Like, yeah, That's definitely. what you rely on. But, like, as a band, like, some of my favorite shows that I've ever played were to, like, 5, 10, 15 that's people. That's true. Because it's, yeah. it's more intimate that way. But yep. as a comedy troupe, it's got to be the exact opposite. Right. Because you need them to yeah. an extent. Yeah. It's yeah. like you Absolutely. could do your thing, but if, they're, if there's no kind of participation. Right. See, a band can exist without participation. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. You could just be like, well, fuck it. We're going to cut a couple of songs and we're going to get the hell out of here. Right. 
But uh, you guys are like, well, we got to stand in there. You're still at the plate swinging. And, and we've had that too, where it's been like a large crowd, but they're just giving us nothing. Like they're not reacting. They're not. That's probably worse than no one being there. Way yeah. worse. Yeah. 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 And in some of those instances, it was partly the venue too, because like maybe fans were running, so they were trying real hard to listen. Right. Uh, so it wasn't that they didn't enjoy the show; they just couldn't laugh because they couldn't hear us. Couldn't hear it, yeah. But that affected us mm. too. Well, the best know, thing is so. like when they're not expecting a comedy show, and somebody <laughs> on top is just like, "Hey, this will be a fun surprise for them when they do not want this yeah. at all." What was I just tried to come get a tea. <laughs> what the hell is happening here? What was it that they were expecting out at and in Dodgers County when we were there? They oh, so, yeah, something like, canceled, and we it was we our, filtered it. It was in. a murder mystery. Uh, yeah, a murder <laughs> mystery. Yeah. yeah, this was not a murder mystery. Yeah, but that but that was one of the best shows they, that I yeah. ever. Yeah, they was, took to us pretty yeah. Yeah, yeah. well. Yeah, so you just never know. It's a crapshoot. It is. Really, don't know. Crapshoot. Yeah, so you guys do most like you guys go out of like go out of state and no. perform. Is it all not yet. In, all in state? It's been all in state. We've had a couple offers from out of state, but the you know it's just not feasible for seven people for to seven travel people, for what yeah. they want to pay. You know yeah. so, and and our focus is West Virginia. That's that's been the focus of uh, Vintage Theater Company, which is our parent company. Um, Jason Young is the producer and yeah. founder, and his goal is to make not only the fools but all of his troops statewide. So our goal is to try and hit as many as we feasibly can in the state. Um, and we've been to, I think, every portion except the western portion. I don't think we've really done much out there yet. So uh, we mostly stay around north-central West Virginia just because it's more cost-effective. Mm-hmm. But we'll go <clears throat> anywhere in the state. Yeah, but we'll yeah. go all the way down from Williamson or all the way up to Weirton and yep. things yeah. like that. Absolutely. But so, you stick to the older crowds, right? That's just kind of how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we, go to, we used to go to the uh, Mac in Morgantown, and we thought, this will be perfect. It's a college town. Whoops. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, <let's laughs> pound on the table. He's so passionate. <laughs> I am. Hand, hands up. And hands no, up. no college kids show up to those ever. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it unfortunately is something that caters more to the, the um, older demographic because I think younger kids are more hip. And what we do is not necessarily hip. And you don't see a lot of young improvisers except in Chicago and stuff like we that. We would love young people to come to our shows. Yes. So if young people are listening, <laughs> you know. Come on, come on. We're fat. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty dope, you know. It is so lit, fam. They're obviously oh, I thought, I thought you meant physically for a second. <laughs> I was going to have a real we, issue. We, with we, we, we play the fork knife. <laughs> Well, now there's only six people. Yeah. <laughs> <Say> Fortnite. <laughs> the Fortnite. Maybe that's where you should start promoting. Just yeah. get on Fortnite. There you go. You <laughs> can do that. Well, the, thing, we, the thing about that is that you don't have like the uh, the proximity chat in Fortnite. Do it on PUBG because you got the proximity chat. So you hear somebody like breathing heavily into their microphone because they've had too many Mountain Dews. Like, just be like, "Hey, fearless fools, check us out on Facebook." And then, well, uh, for, for any of those kids out there listening that are into Fortnite, um, Steve. It, it, at the Willcon we were telling you about, he did judge the Fortnite dance competition. I did. Oh, really? Right. So, you know, while Steve having, knows what's up. While having no idea what a Fortnite was. <laughs> 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 well, and we also do a lot of Facebook, and I don't think kids do Facebook anymore, so. That's the, the toughest thing, like, and Just I've ranted about this in almost every single episode we've ever released, but Facebook is the biggest help, and the it hurts the most because... You have to one. You have to pay to promote, and right. if you have so many people on your Facebook page that like your page, only 
a percentage of those people will actually see your posts. Yeah, that algorithm stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a pain. It's a pain to use to like promote, but it's the only and best form out there right now. It's just right. finding a way to crack that open without having to pay out the ass for it. Agreed. You know? yeah. yeah. So, but uh, that, that's, I'm, I'm done with that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys Play. been funny all your life or like when did it hit? I'm not funny. <laughs> I, I don't think we've ever been funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's one of the things that, I mean, I, I've in the last year um, of doing improv comedy professionally, when you try to be funny, you're not funny. Mm-hmm. True. That's one of the things that I've learned. And it's like sitting around shooting the shit with your friends. Mm-hmm. Things happen. You're funny, and you don't you know necessarily mean to be. And, and that's right. what we kind of try to take on stage with us is that we're just we're there with our friends. Yeah, like I know? can't do stand up. I can't sit and write a. Well, he anything. can't stand up. His legs don't. I'm, I'm very weak. That's, that's the problem. I'm an improviser. I don't do a lot of stuff. We just got to get you Jed's contact information and get yeah. you on his leg day program. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you caught that episode, but he's got I great know. glutes. I only want to do legs, though. Strong I don't want to do any upper body at all. Just Chiseled legs. calves. I'm sure he can work that out with you. I, yeah. Like, Steve is a good sketch writer. Like, he's mm-hmm. good at that. Uh, I cannot write sketches. I think what helps us a lot, too, is we all have mental illness and a lot of personal past <laughs> that's, tragedy. That's true. It's very funny. Trauma um, helps. I have so, no yeah, idea yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very normal. Well, this is a good time to talk about the camp. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about uh, there's, it nothing, there's nothing no, no. wrong with church camp no. uh, you know that's where me Sometimes and Adam they have met clown. that's yeah. where we met we had a lot of the same uh, friends Friend, yeah. in common and we still do yeah. I'm sure we got some of them yeah. out there I texted um, a certain Mr. Alex Skidmore and told him that I was doing this and I, Alex gonna, Skidmore kind of like I mean me and him were I mean really close me him and Levi yeah, yeah. Sutherland were mm-hmm. really close growing up and after he moved it just like dissipated like yeah I've, I've, I've kept in contact yeah. sometimes it but happens. i miss him yeah, so if we, you're listening alex i miss you we love you man yeah daniel and i are hanging out today we yeah. wish you were so well we don't wish you were here but <laughs> <laughs> we wish you well we, we wish, wish you well, well. yes i miss you alex craig what do you want to say to alex uh, i love you alex that's you're, nice. you're my one and only. Let's can That's we edit nice. all that out? <laughs> yeah, we'll just don't take it completely out. I'll just bleep his name. We don't know who we're talking about. Get a, get a computer voice to come over and yeah. say other names. Donald Trump. We just want you to come. We home. love you. No, <laughs> let's not get political. Sorry. No, that's, that's all right. No, but I, that's where that's that's how Daniel and I met initially mm-hmm. was through the church camp stuff. And look at us now. <laughs> well, we went wrong. Couple of fine beards. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, I had to shave this recently. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I shot a commercial, and, and they were, I don't know why I pointed at Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I, shot a, I shot a commercial. It was in my bedroom. No, I, oh, oh. Is that what he called it? Is that yeah. how you sold him on it? <laughs> no, it's a commercial. <laughs> that we saw in that movie last night. That's what you had. Yeah, that's right. um, mm. uh, We watched the movie The Favorite last night. Uh, the two Everybody watched it? It was a good movie. Academy Awards. It was bizarre. Germany, very bizarre. Um, no, actually, I, I had to shave it for this commercial. So they they saw it and they said, "Hey, the uh, the beard's a little too long. It was it was looking rough." <laughs> and that's okay though. I, I needed it. I needed it. What uh, what was the commercial for? Um, a hospital in Huntington. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if it's going to be any good. Like, were you playing a patient? Yep, I was. A fake patient. No, they actually punched me in the eye. Oh. <laughs> I, have the, I have the picture here of the, of the bruise. If you'd like to see it, what uh, like what what was it like? What's it? What was it for? Just like promotion for the hospital and like oh assault. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. The, the hospital, I guess, was was doing um, a a Super Bowl commercial. Um, so they they want oh, the, these guys that were. 
these guys that were uh, uh, over <laughs> at rad. Mountain Craft Productions. You mm-hmm. guys know those guys at all? Ben Barry yeah. and Justin Litton. Yeah, great uh-huh. guys. Super awesome to work with. Justin and, and Ben, if you guys are listening. They did our um, Use me more. sketch video for the Fools, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so they, they called that out. Yeah. <laughs> on our Facebook. <laughs> on our Facebook. Young people. <laughs> they uh, they just called me up and said, hey, you want to do this? And I said, yeah, sure. So then I was in Huntington within a week and doing this thing. And So was it one of those like Super Bowl commercials to where they could win to have it actually put on the air during the Super Bowl? No, I, I think the hospital mm-hmm. just is paying to do a Super Bowl ad. For it like sounds, a, like, like a like local one? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like they're doing some rebranding because they kept – during the shoot, they said, oh, no, we got to take that out. That's like the old logo. That's the old this. That's, <laughs> that says this on it. So they had to, we were taking a bunch of stuff out. But it was it was a super easy day, a fun experience. And uh, and uh, those guys over at Mountaincraft are great to yeah, work with. Yeah, we love working with them. Yeah. Well, I hope I see that commercial during the Super Bowl then, if it's a local commercial. Oh, it, well, it's going to be in Huntington. So I don't know that's going to play I'll drive here. to fucking Huntington and watch <laughs> the, <laughs> the <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. No, I'll look up and reschedule those. <laughs> yeah. That interview next week after all, Daniel. <laughs> Going out of town. <laughs> and just for the record, he did not get punched in the eye for real in Huntington. Although that would no. be a strong. It looked. It looked real. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah. Town. It was. It was a yeah. great. It was. It was a great experience. And you know, I, I'm. I'm. I'm lucky to those have those guys reach out and say, "Hey, you want to do this?" And um, that that's kind of a testament to like the, the the great relationships that you know we that I've seen just in the last year working with the fools that we've had with other creative types. Um, and, and those guys, this is the second time I've worked with them. Yeah. Who, who are the other experience. ones? We, I've done one with them. They uh, did our sketch Jason video. Jason Aaron Adams. Adams. Yeah. Um, we've done commercials that with him for KLM properties. Too, yeah. yeah. He does a lot of good work too. Yeah. I was attacked by a drone in his commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that. All right. Did it, did, did it make the cut? It it did I think did it yeah. <laughs> was it supposed to make the cut probably not no. <laughs> <laughs> I do subpar work oh. so you you oh. oh go ahead I was gonna say where can we find your on the Facebook sketch? oh Facebook okay <laughs> yeah. that's the only we don't use the YouTube yet the YouTube yeah. the yeah. used tubes Craig <laughs> <laughs> you sounded forty just the face daily weekly <laughs> burn is that what it's called yeah weekly burn <laughs> weekly burn yeah it's okay. got sixteen thousand views so that's, that's pretty amazing. good for us. Yeah. hell yeah. So uh, we hope to do more with them, but the, uh, Mountain Craft is so busy, it's hard to get some time to do sketch videos. But uh, Steve has a ton of sketches that we'd love to get filmed. Um, we just got to make the time to do it. I think it'd be a good avenue, like filming the shows. And if 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 the stage was mic'd up, essentially, I mean, obviously, because you don't you don't want to pass around. It doesn't film <clears throat> well. It's, it no, it's got to be a live thing. I mean, we do film some of our shows and we put it up uh, just for exposure, but. Improv is, is best when you're there. When you're there. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've watched several videotaped ones, and it's just not as good. It's not the same. Right. you got to be there and be a part of it, feel that laughter, just like we said, that feedback before. It's the same when you're in the audience, too. So, Which is a great segue for the future shows that we have coming up. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys got going on? Yeah. Uh, we have several uh, shows for our home shows. We like to do themed shows for the home shows uh, at... Uh, Vintage Theater Cabaret. Uh, so I think the first one is coming up on February 16th. We do like a Fearless, Fool, Fearless Fool's Food Drive. Well, my uh, Foolish Valentine's is first. It's the, yeah, that's 16th. the first one yeah. coming up. Yeah. Uh, we also do the uh, Fearless Ghouls 
in uh, near Halloween. And we have a new themed one coming up that we haven't tried yet called Fools Against Humanity, where we use the Cards Against Humanity cards as <laughs> inspiration. We got the date for that one on there. Again, all on our Facebook. Um, Adam can go through Adam those for you. I have the date. Yes. Go for it. Right in front of me. <laughs> Just spit I was waiting on you to shut the hell Sorry. up. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, uh, that, that Foolish Valentine show is uh, Sunday, February 16th, 8 p.m. The Fearless Food Drive is Saturday, April 13th at 8 o'clock p.m. Um, we do, we're doing a show there, The Fools of Summer, Saturday, June 15th, 8 p.m., the Fools Against Humanity that Craig just was talking about is August 17th at 8 p.m. All these shows are at 8 p.m. I sound like an idiot. Sorry. And at the Vintage Cabaret. <laughs> yes. It's, okay. it's, the, uh, it's at the top of the Progressive Women's Association in Clarksburg, right behind right, the courthouse. Okay. Yeah, right behind okay. the courthouse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the Halloween show this year will be on October 19th. And the Toytacular that we have will be December 14th. And, awesome. You and, guys are all planned out. Yeah, that's and those are just our home shows. We have several shows all across the state this coming next couple months. Yeah, like March is like every we got a show every weekend. Every weekend. Yeah. Wow. And hopefully that's one of awesome. those uh, one of our uh, fools is uh, Tony Slack. He's from Charleston. He used to be with No Pants and now he's got his own team and he he's also on our team. Um, so we try to do a couple of joint shows with them a couple times a year. The the Mighty Schmucks, they're they're good people. So I think the Toy Tac throw may be one of those that'll have them up there, I think. So if people want to, do they just contact you through Facebook if they want to book? Uh, we're on Gig Salad on Facebook, and uh, we're looking to extend to some other ways of getting in touch with us, but Facebook is the primary method. Yeah. Okay. And all those will actually be linked below Perfect. for anybody that's listening. So we'll have all those hyperlinks there for anybody that wants to check you guys out, too. So, cool. So let's get in, like, some more personal things. Oh. Like, how did each like of it. you, like, kind of get started what made you want to do comedy? Was it re- was it the fact that you realized that you were just not good at anything else? <laughs> that's pretty accurate. That's why I'm doing podcasting. Like, <laughs> it's easy to talk into a microphone. I'm going to stop <laughs> lying about my musical dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, Steve, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I got started back in college. You're the only one that yeah. has previous improv experience. Yeah, I started way back in college. We had a team at Fairmont State. Uh, and then I stopped for a long time, and then Jason came to me and was like, hey, we're putting together an improv team. Do you want to uh, join? And I said, yeah, absolutely. And the rest how, many, is, how many shows did you do in the college one? Oh, man, we would probably do maybe two or three a semester, maybe. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. What, what was your team name? It was called... Uh, I should probably already know this stuff. I'm just going to take over the interview, guys. <laughs> oh, it's called, no, good, yeah. yeah. It's called Insert Name Here, which I thought was a great <laughs> that, name. That's fantastic, team. actually. Yeah, that is good. Adam? Well, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I actually... I, Daniel probably knows this, uh, not everybody else. I actually... Uh, I moved away. I moved to Columbus, Ohio in 2000... Late 2011. And... Um, and, and I'd always loved comedy, always loved stand-up, and always kind of knew about improv. But within the last three years, uh, improv, there was kind of this resurgence, like, in, in just improv seeming more mainstream, I guess. And and so I was, I just got interested in it, and I'd always, um, I just would, would watch, and I was learning a lot about it. And then when I moved back, I was just, I was really starving for something creative to do, and then... Here we are. Um, Lauren, who's in the troupe, uh, been a friend of mine as well for you know a long time, and 
she said, hey, come uh, come to this workshop like we talked about a bit ago, and, and then it, it was history, and I've learned so much more in the last year. But I would say to answer your question, Daniel, <laughs> my, I've just – I hate myself just enough mm-hmm. to where I can put myself in front of people <laughs> and make myself look like an asshole. Yeah, that's fair. Just take that scrutiny mm-hmm. head on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the same for all of us, really, on the, on right. the team. Well, I, I really feel like I make everybody else look not like an asshole. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Someone's got to be and that we guy. Appreciate I'm that. the guy on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, I always watched Who's Line and always liked it, but it was never something I was like, oh, that's something I should do. Uh, it's still not something. It's you really should not. Do. It's really not. Um, but I just happened to, I uh, went to a writer's conference and a friend of mine, Steve Goff, who was a stand up for a while and um, a writer, he and I became friends and he started this workshop called Improv Your Writing using improv techniques for writing. It was really brilliant. So we would do workshops where we played improv games to get people to write better. And it just kind of took off from there. I think that's where Jason contacted Steve and wanted him to do a workshop. So I helped him with that. We did a boot camp, helped him with that. And then he said, they're going to start a team. So I helped him with that. And then he said, hey, you're on the team. I said, okay. (laughs) I never actually auditioned for the team. I think I just kind of wedged my way in there. And it's just been a fun ride ever since. So it's been like seven years total that I've been doing this. It's a lot of fun. And did, were you one of the original members of the Fearless Fools? Yeah, Steve, Steve and I are founding and members. Yeah. And, uh, and I think there Liz are... Liz is the other one. And Liz and... That's it from the original. Oh, wow. I think so. So I feel like if I went to a show now, it would probably be... Uh, other than you three, I'd probably... Would, and, and Adam, obviously, but I wouldn't... No, because Lauren was else. around when we were doing... Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, Lauren, Lauren. Yeah. okay. Yeah, we added Lauren, I think, year three. Hey, how many times are we going to mention Lauren today? Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. Lauren was supposed to be we here, just but miss her. baby shower. Um, <laughs> yeah. We do miss Lauren. Um, and Jordan. I wish Jordan would come yeah, back. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan if you're was listening. an original fool. <laughs> Who made up the name? Uh, Steve Goff. Because oh, okay. he said we were foolish and fearless. Because, uh, you know, it, we were just talking about not wanting to go on stage. It's different when you're on stage. Like, I don't like public speaking at all, but mm-hmm. for some reason when you're on stage doing that, it's so different. It's not like acting, because I've acted before and I don't like acting, because I have to use my memory. Improv is different. It's just you become a separate person for some reason, at least for me. Am I the only one with schizoaffective disorder over here? Oh, no. Okay. I, I play in bands, and I hate being in front of a microphone. Yeah. Like, in front of people, I can't right. do it. Like, whenever you would... See, like if anybody watched my band live, that's why I'm not a like one. I'm I'm a terrible singer, but I would never be a singer because I have to talk to the crowd in between. Right, like, I can't do that. I yeah. freeze up. I can play music in front of people, which I'm probably worse at than speaking in front of people. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, it, I just can't. A public speaking is just weird. Yeah, but if I'm on really stage is. with other people, as long as I'm not directly speaking to the crowd, I'm fine. Right, exactly. You know, so. I agree. I feel mm-hmm. like we should say the name Matt Tolliver since he's the only person <laughs> we haven't mentioned yet. We have mentioned. not mentioned yet that's <laughs> yeah. on the team. <laughs> what year did Matt join? Matt Tolliver. Um, Matt Tolliver. You're, you're four. Matt. You're four. Matt Tolliver. We found that was an interesting <laughs> join because he came through Comedy Festival. We saw him do stand up on Comedy Festival and asked him to join the team. Yeah, because he his his um, act was unique. He did ventriloquism, but it was improvised ventriloquism. He would get, uh, what is it, cards he would randomly draw and then make up scenes based on that. So we're like, well, that's his audition. I'm done. And we all, all agreed unanimously that he should be on the team. <laughs> that's, <awesome. laughs> that's, that's not true. <laughs> 
So is that how like you you kind of curb that whole stage fright thing? He's just the ventriloquist, and you're just pretending like you're talking, and he's actually saying all of your lines. Pretty much, yeah, okay, that's exactly. Figured, yeah. yeah, he has a like, so That's what I took from that whole. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Good warm up there. <laughs> exactly. How would you like? Does does he still do ventriloquism? Like, in- he, he does. He did at the comedy fest last year. He did uh, a new act. Yeah. So everybody has kind of their own thing to do on the side too, which is great because we can bring that into yeah. improv. Matt's, so. Matt actually published a. Book, a book, now. yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Got about bullying. Second masters mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. He's busy. Smart. <laughs> He's the only one of us with his life in order, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> of all of us, Matt has his crap together more than the rest of us. Most artists don't really have, <laughs> at least from our viewpoint. Agree. People yeah. look at me and they're like, you've, like, you've got podcasts. Like, I was like, it's not hard. It just takes a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're so successful. It's like, I don't make any money doing this. Like, this is all nonprofit. Like, <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> enough about me. It's always about you, Daniel. I know. Today it's about you, buddy. It is about me. It's about you. Why don't you tell everybody, uh, Another reason why you're so peppy, just kind of. Damn it! I thought I thought I, I thought the Resident Evil got us off this topic. No, no, not about the uh, the company, but about the success of the podcast. Because oh, you're, you're, su- oh, okay. you're trying okay. to downplay it, you know. Oh, that. You're trying that. to downplay oh, it a little okay. bit. Enough. I mean, tell us about the podcast, bit Daniel. Oh, I mean, we've just been growing ex- exponentially. It's crazy. It was at last, what two Sundays ago we were weren't even at three thousand yet, and like it took us. I think three months to hit 2000 listens. Yeah. And since the beginning of January, we have, so essentially the last 30 days we've had almost 1300 listens. Like it's growing and it's, it's all because of the listeners out there. So I want to thank everybody that's been tuning in and listening and it's just growing. And the nice thing about this is like wasted local talent is nonprofit. Like we, we, we want to sell ads to local businesses, right? But we always want to keep it cheap. Yep. So any money just just dumped back into the the podcast company, but we haven't sold any ads um, yet because we it's not on top of our priority to do. Sure, it's not about making money. It's all promotion for free promotion because there's nothing like that out there. So that's, that's true. That's kind of like the basis of it. So I love that the community has actually picked up and followed and has been tuning in and listening and things because excellent. You know, not not just for my sake because I don't care if people know who I am. It's about the promotion for everybody else. Because it is hard yeah. to get your name out there when you're mm-hmm. an independent artist. So. Yeah. Especially in West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Art sure. in general is just shit on and not appreciated. Yeah. Agreed. Which is a damn shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, we're here fighting that. Yeah. And I've had people tell me that they didn't want to come on the podcast because of the name because they're like, well, my talent's not being wasted. I'm like, it's not about... It, that's. So, so if, yeah. you're, if you're out what there and you're an thinking asshole about, no, thing to say. It means you're but, wasted when you come on. Exactly. That happened. You're local. <laughs> with his band. I literally woke up on the floor right there at 8 p.m. They That's how our, drunk I was. We had a few cocktails. He woke up on the floor, and then I came back for more. Yep. So here so, we are. But yeah, it's thanks like, to all the listeners. I mean, it's just crazy, the growth. And Good. that's Excellent. what we're here for awesome. is to yeah. free promotion. But as far as like the whole like wasted local talent, it's not uh, we we don't here think that your talent is being wasted. We think that in West Virginia in general, it has that stigma of right. you're coming from West Virginia, so you're not talented. Right. Like, or being ironic people. It's, it's yeah, just it's, it's just it's, you know. Now now the name did spawn from because the original idea for this podcast was from a friend of mine, Zach. And the idea and the <laughs> the reason that it got its name wasted local towns because we were just going to get drunk and talk to bands, <laughs> but my old feral body can't handle that a lot. Um, so we, not every we, week we we discussed it and 
talked about bringing in not just bands, but businesses and not involving the alcohol right. and keeping the name because it has a different meaning other than just getting drunk with bands. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then he ended up not being able to do it and backed out. So I had to find other people to help. But then since then- he settled I mean, for Jed. <laughs> he was the only one there at the we time. We love you, Jed. We don't. <laughs> you Aaron no, Rodgers loving bald fuck. <laughs> yeah, anyway, enough, you, enough you about the podcast. Your, you and your uh, <clears throat> ripped legs make me sick. <laughs> I don't care how much pounds you can leg press. You still crotch thrust like a little girl. <laughs> anyway, so you guys roast people as hard as these two roast Jed. Well, just each other. Just each other. Yeah, but, yeah, but Jed, if you're listening, I, I would like to see these legs. Can, can he crush he a watermelon see. with his thumb? He can crush a can with his butt. I watched him open a doorknob with his ass one Interesting. day. Interesting. Yeah, that's we were the story carrying, I remember hearing. Yeah, 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 we were yeah. carrying this coffee table down here, and he he opened up a, like a doorknob with his ass. Like the round kind or with the So it was, it was impressive. I was, Interesting. was impressive. That was mm. the most impressive thing I've ever seen Judd do. Well, hey, so, how, about, how about we play an improv game? I would love Let's it. Let's do it. Yes. I would love all right. it. All right. So um, this is called ABC, and we'll all play. So ABC, you um, your sentence has to start with the letter of the alphabet that you're on. So if I start with A, my sentence has to start with A, B, C, D, E, F, and then G, all the way around the table. So um, Steve, give me a random letter. Uh, let's do R. R. So I'll start with R, and we'll go around the table. And um, let's see. Let's um, Cecily, right? Yes. Give me a world problem that we have to solve. Something big, lots of stakes. Not the wall, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immigration. <laughs> Nothing political. Nothing political? Yeah. I feel like everything's political. That's, that's true. Fair enough. But there, there's no wrong answer. Okay, how about we'll we'll make it something that, that would, is a world problem that's not really a problem? Oh, like, shit. So, like we're out of chocolate. First thing that comes to mind. A world moment. problem that's not really a problem. Oh, God, do we have to start with me? Yes, um, we do. This, this is how we feel every time on stage. That's mm -hmm. not really a problem. <laughs> Just pick anything. Like, like uh, okay. too many underpants. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I got some help from Chris, but still my idea. <laughs> erectile dysfunction. Okay. Erectile dysfunction. That's actually a real problem, though. Yeah. For some it's people. a problem. Is it dysfunctional and if, it's if it political. stays hard all the time, though? It's kind of a Or is it overfunction? Yeah. I'm still. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse, only, <laughs> my friend. Only if it lasts more than four it's hours. That's called That's <laughs> Okay, so I'll, I'll start and with the R. And lots of people have it. And, and you can say as long of a sentence as you want, but you want to kind of, kind of try and keep it short. Okay. Okay, so. Right, guys, we have a big problem. So what? I don't really think it's that much of a problem. That's funny coming from you. You. Uh, <laughs> under these circumstances, I have no problem with it. Venereal disease <laughs> has quite a lot of stigma attached. Why is it still hard? <laughs> exactly. I, that's cheating. We oh. that. <laughs> X is tough. X is tough. <laughs> we get a pass on X. <laughs> you guys listen. The problem is that we just have too many, too many uh, solutions out there. We need to, we need to make it a bigger problem. Zero people agree with you right now. A. Mm -hmm. Oh, um. <laughs> that was an upside down V that you just did for the record. Absolutely not. Okay. Bitches be tripping <laughs> when their hoochies be dripping. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chlamydia is a very, very rough disease. Dicks are important, guys. <laughs> we have to keep it in mind. We have to save the dicks. <laughs> Even if we don't have one? <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, everybody has a dick. A metaphorical one or an actual one. Great, let's start with you guys. Honestly, I caught a VD once. I don't like to talk about it a lot, but there was trust misplaced in the situation. I also have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> and it oozes a little. It's just, it's crazy. But yes, I believe that we should solve this problem. <laughs> just because only half the population has to deal with this doesn't mean it's not important. Kellogg's cereal <laughs> has been has been linked to erectile dysfunction, and, uh, and that might be a good way to go. Let me get this straight. <laughs> You're saying Kellogg's, the Frosted Flake cereal, yeah. causes erectile dysfunction. No, no, no. It helps it. You're, what did I say? <laughs> it's not your turn to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's erectile dysfunction, though. <laughs> Neither cures or education can't combat the terror that is ignorance on this problem. Obviously, it's Tony the Tiger. That's the issue. Very good point. We should do something about him. Wait, what letter am I on? Oh, not, <laughs> not what you said. P. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> we should do something about Tony. I'm a professional. Perhaps we should do something about Tony the Tiger. Quantify results. <laughs> right. <laughs> and scene. Okay. We went all the way around. So that, that's a basic improv game. We do that as a warm-up. We that also do we never stage. play that's during fun. shows that for fun. this reason. That's fun. <laughs> that's, that was one of the most fun times that I've had it on this podcast. Cute. That was great. I yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute, you guys. Oh, it was good. It was good. I dig it. <laughs> we need more games like that yeah. to do. Let's see. What are some other games we can play? Let's, um, we could do New Choice. You want to try New, new choice? choice? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, can yeah, I do yeah, the yeah, New one Choices? More, one more. So Steve and Adam will we'll start. No, we'll, I want to do the New Choices. But you guys will do the example. And then we'll let them play. And then we'll have each of them play with uh, one of us. Ooh, okay. I like this. Mm. <laughs> now we're getting down to it. Okay. Can All I right, take so, this guy across the table? Because I kind of <laughs> like him. <laughs> so new choice is a game where whenever the person says new choice, um, the person who just spoke has to change what they just said. So, for example, if I say I forgot my raincoat, new choice, I forgot my umbrella, new choice, I forgot my waterproof cat. Whatever you want to say. It doesn't matter. Okay. And whatever the last one is, we usually do three. That's the truth of the scene. That's what you then move on with. So, for example, if uh, Adam and Steve are in a scene and they are brothers together. What's up, brother? Hey, brother. Not much, brother. What are you uh, doing today? I am going to go try to find some, some, a, new, a new pet today. New choice. I'm going to go try to find a new um, coat today. New choice. I'm going to try to find a, a, a new vibrating toothbrush today. Oh, that's so crazy because I broke your vibrating toothbrush. New choice. I actually was just using your vibrating toothbrush inside of me. <laughs> New choice. 
I was actually using your vibrating toothbrush outside of me. Oh, okay. <laughs> were, you, were you brushing? Okay, good, perfect. So that's, that's the basics, <laughs> okay. right? So there are two different strategies with new choice. You can either ramp it up each time you do your new choice uh, to make it bigger and bigger and bigger, or you can go, um, what's the rule called? Uh, the thing opposite and then ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So you can do it either way. So how about you guys start, Cecily oh, and Steve? All right. Um, I'm not witty. You don't have to be <laughs> witty. Don't try to be funny. Neither are we. Yeah. yeah. Believe me. Okay. You don't want to try to be funny. You just want to first thing that comes to your head. Uh, so let's give them um, a place. Where are they at? They're at the food court. Food court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was noticing you were eating some French fries. Yeah, they're delicious with ketchup. Oh. That's awesome. I actually like French fries with ketchup too. Do you eat them with hot sauce? New choice. Do you eat them with toothpaste? New choice. <laughs> do you eat them with pistachios? I do. In fact, I'm starting a new restaurant, which is a fry and pistachio hybrid. We're going to call it <laughs> fries and nuts. New choice. Fries and We're going to call it uh, pisfrenchios. <laughs> new choice. <laughs> We're going to call them, uh, you know, things to put in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm supposed to respond. It's really awesome. What other things can I put in my mouth? New choice. Uh, (laughs) What other things can I get at your restaurant? New choice. What other things can I get in the food court? I'm sure there's a Sparrows. There's always a Sparrows. (laughs) Always. There's also this, like, usually a random... Chinese place with a fun name like Super Number One Awesome Panda Buffet. <laughs> okay, we'll stop uh, there. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, can uh, I just mention yes. the funniest Chinese restaurant name that I've ever heard? Yes. It's called New Big Wong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I just had to say that. New Big Wong. It's anyway, new. new. It's brand new. New Babe Wong. New New, new Big Wong. New, new Big, Big Wong. Wong. New big anyway, one. <laughs> yeah, that's, I just had to. That joke right there. Chinese itself. language is great. <laughs> yes. There was an old Big Wong before. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. It just used to be called Big Wong before. Yeah. This is this New is Big Wong. It's like, like New York. <laughs> right. So. All right. Um, it's circumcised. Let's give these guys a problem to solve. Steve, you want to do this one? Yeah. Let's. Uh, how about you guys are trying to fix a flat tire? New Man. choice. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I cannot. I, I told you seven times to clean up the glass from those from those broken beer bottles in the driveway, okay? Listen, brother, my team just lost in the playoffs. I don't really know what you expect from me. I, I mean, it was a later game, and yeah. I'd like to get my sauce on. I just mm. don't see why you got to come at me like I have some kind of problem this when I just want to have a few brew dads uh, this on a Sunday even, afternoon. Uh, see, man, this isn't even our car. New That's choice. The, this is this this is my mom's car. New okay? choice. This is the, the, the car of, of your neighbor who's crippled. Well, fuck him. New <laughs> choice. <laughs> well, maybe you should call the police. New choice. Well, maybe I should burn his house down while he's asleep. <laughs> well, look, uh, look. Uh, you know I like a fire just as much as the next guy. But my problem is, is that that I mean, he's a cripple, man. Like, give him, like, give him a hint first that you're about to burn the house down. Well, how about this? I'll travel towards the less favorable part of town. New choice. I'll go ahead and put a call in to get him a rental. New choice. Or perhaps maybe I could just call your mom to go suck his dick. (laughs) (laughs) And sing. (laughs) 
It was a. Uh, I love you, mom. Beautiful scene. We work. love you. We, all the moms out there. That was we thank uh, you for that. Some deep character work. I really enjoyed that. Sex positive. <laughs> all right, Adam, set us up. Um, we got, let's. Um, you guys, one of one of them. What, what's a what's a secret that they have that one of them has? A secret? God, I don't even know you guys that well. Dang, it doesn't matter. It. No, it, not, it, not it a, can be made up. It can be made up. It doesn't have to be. Got it from you. But continue. Well, no, no. But please continue, Daniel. <laughs> a secret? Uh, okay. Is, is anything you want it to be? Two summers ago, okay. they were at the swimming pool together, really close, and we don't know what happened, but they do. Oh. Ooh. It's supposed to be fake. Okay, how about this? <laughs> <laughs> one of these guys, one of these guys saw the other naked, and they're just now, you know, trying to right. talk about it. Okay. Hey, man, what's going on? I haven't seen you in a while. It's, it's, it's been it's been a while. How, how have you been? Oh, not bad. Not New bad. choice. Uh, you know, I, I could be better. New choice. I'm on hard times, brother. You know, I lost my job. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah. It must be tough, you know, with such a small member working as a Chippendales dancer. Yeah, it's a new choice. Working as a, a hospice worker. New choice. <laughs> working in the pediatrics department. Yeah, it's, it's, oh. been, it's been hard. All admirable. I can't seem to get up in the morning, <laughs> stay strong all throughout the day. Strong. Do, you have, do you have a lot of time, a lot of problems, you know? I do. Up? I, you know, I do, but I handle it. You new know. choice. <laughs> I, I, I do, but I just... I just Grit and bear it. New choice. I, I just, you know, make a fist and just go for it. <laughs> that's, uh, I've seen not much has changed over the past few years. No, that's, I stay pretty steady, you know, just hard times at times. <laughs> yeah. I, you were really hard at the pool that day. New I, choice. I, you were really flaccid at the <laughs> drive-in choice. the other day. <laughs> Your dad has great abs. He, he does. <laughs> he really does. You know, there's something I've been wanting to talk to you about, though. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you might have been there that day. Uh, what what day are we talking about? You know what I'm talking about. The the I, I used to wash my underwear on your dad's abs. Is that what you're speaking of? No. No. My God, why would you do New that? New choice. <laughs> Jesus, that's disturbing. New choice. Me too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and see. That was fun, guys. I like this. So that's basically what we do. We just yeah. make fools of ourselves. Incredible. For living. Incredible. <laughs> that's so much fun. <laughs> that is a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you have the audience <clears throat> members like help you with that, or is it like you do it within the team? We do it within the team. There were a couple okay. games like um, fill in the blank, where um, sort of like New Choice, but instead of saying New Choice, we'll point to them and they'll give us a word or okay. a song or something like that. Yeah. So mm. there's not that many games that involve the audience directly. There's that and action figures where they move us around. We can't move ourselves. I remember, so. that. I remember seeing that one. Yeah, yeah. that one's fun. It always ends up either violent or sexual. So. Oh, God. It's always I a feel like game. that's how this podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Not wrong. Not wrong Hence the growth <laughs> of said podcast. It's the action figures of podcasts. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's our new tagline. <laughs> violent and sexual. Violent and sexual. <laughs> a wasted local no, talent I'm story. Kidding, guys. Definitely not. It's all <clears> consensual. <throat> It's all is consensual. It? And that's what's important. It is. Well, maybe not with Jed because he He's not here to defend him himself. <laughs> he just can't handle it. He likes to do his rock squats and then act like 
you know, he can't take an ear beating. You know, this is this is honestly beginning to sound like jealousy to me. You know? Right? We All right. So what? Out, so right? listen, listen, listen. His quads are fantastic. I'm envious. Okay. He's so got a lot of dogs. So it is a crush. <laughs> so you, on Jed? Yeah. Well, I know Love and hate, he's brother. married. Love and hate. But I have a plan that I'm going to kidnap a couple of his canine children. <laughs> And uh, pretty messed up. hopefully get them to fall in love with me, which by association would get Jed to fall in love with me. Because you can't part with them. I yeah. saw this Jennifer Lopez movie. Yeah, this, <laughs> this was an early 2000s uh, terrible a, drama. I have a key to his house right there. If you want to use it. Ooh, it's got a mustache on that it key. Did. So was there um, anything else you guys want to cover before we, before we get wrapped up? Uh, let's get the dates for Comedy Festival there. That's uh, the last... Weekend in March, I believe. I don't know the exact dates. Adam Let's, will pull it up for us. Yeah, that's going to take place in Buchanan near the end of March. Last weekend in March at the, I think it's called the Buchanan Opera House. It's a new venue for us. It's really nice inside. Nice. Um, sounds real classy. It is, yeah. yeah it's very yeah, fancy classy for yeah. us. It looked classy in the pictures. It did. Um, nice. It, we're going to have um, several stand-ups. We usually have at least like five or six stand-ups. Uh, there's typically a headliner. We've had Bill Lepp in the past. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a West Virginia State Liars champion, storyteller, basically. He tells tall tales. He's fantastic. Um, I don't know if he's going to be there this year. I don't know who we've got this Karen year. Karen Knotts we've had. We've past. had Don Knotts' daughter came to Stonewall for oh, us. Cool. She was a big draw. And we, uh, the Fools always uh, um, perform as well, of course, and we try to get as many local comedians as we can because that's the focus of it. So got? any any aspiring stand-ups, open micers, are you looking for people to participate right now? And if so, where can they just send you a DM on Facebook or? They can send us a, yes. uh, we need like a video uh, submission so that we can see what they do. And I'll get you the email Oop, in here in just a second. Adam, you got those dates? <laughs> Highly unprofessional. Yeah. The, the dates for uh, the, the comedy festival are March 29th and 30th. Nice. And this is in Buchanan. At but. the Classy Opera House. Yes. yes. And the email is vintagetheaterco at gmail.com, and that's uh, V-I-N-T-A-G-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E-C-O at gmail.com. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming out Absolutely. today. Absolutely. This was this great. This was probably one of the most fun. This was the funnest like, podcast was, I've yeah. done. Have us back. Yeah. We'll oh, back. yeah. Come back like, anytime. It yeah. should just be like a rotating thing, yeah. like once every couple months. Come we got to do an all-improv like, show. Fun. Yeah. That would an all-improv show. We'll do it. I had so much we fun. Do and we'll get a little, have a couple brew dads. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, let's do that. Craig is extra funny when he's drunk. Yeah, theoretically. I'm really funny to myself. No one else. So the biggest thing is I always catch myself whenever I re-listen to any of our podcasts. And if I'm like, I always laugh at my own jokes. I'm like, that was hilarious. <laughs> I'm so funny. I really hope other people think so. But I know that's not the case. So, but. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. This was awesome. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Thanks a lot, guys. Over there. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of fun yeah. today. Yeah. Thank you.